0: We're fortunate for this special service that our Bishop Eric Matsumoto is our guest speaker. Bishop Matsumoto was raised in the Big Island, in Kona, and graduated from Konawaena High School. At the University of Hawaii, Hilo, he majored in history and liberal studies, Japanese language, and culture. For graduate school, he attended Tukoku University as a recipient of the Crown Prince Akihito Scholarship and majored in Shin Buddhist studies. Bishop Matsumoto's first assignment as a honganji minister was here at the Betsuing. He also served at several temples on the Big Island and Mo'ili Honganji in Honolulu. He has served as the bishop of the Hōnganji Mission of Hawaii since March 2011. He's been honored by the University of Hawaii as one of the honored graduates. And from what I gather from that information is that it is cited that he's the third youngest Minister in the history of the mission to assume the title of Bishop. Bishop Matsumoto.
1: Please uh, join me in Anjali Dasho for an opening reflection. When I attain Buddhahood, the sentient beings throughout the countless and inconceivable Buddha worlds in the ten quarters, having received my light and being touched by it, will become soft and gentle in body and mind, surpassing humans' endeavors in those qualities. Should it not be so, may it not attain perfect enlightenment. Namo Amida Butsu. Namo Amida Butsu. Namo Good morning once again. The Humpa Honganji Mission of Hawaii New Year's card for 2019 contains a quote from Shinran Shonin, whom we honor today. It reads, the light of wisdom exceeds all measure. Every finite being receives this illumination that is like the dawn. So take refuge in Amida, the true and real light. As I'm sure all of you know, Amida Buddha, our object of reverence in Hompahonganji, is known as the Buddha of infinite light. As a Bodhisattva, Amida Buddha made a vow that the Buddha's light will be infinite and boundless. At this year's New Year's Day service, I shared a calligraphy piece written by our ninth bishop, Bishop T. Ohara, who was our bishop here in Hawaii around 1965, and it read, The great compassion without tiring illumines me always. Needless to say, Bishop Ohara is referring to, I mean, the Buddha's light which illumines and embraces us. Most of the time, uh, we make a general statement and refer to Amida Buddha's light as the Buddha's light of wisdom and compassion. But more specifically, the Large Sutra speaks of 12 kinds of lights that are Amida Buddha namely, the Buddha of infinite light, Buddha of boundless light, Buddha of unhindered light, Buddha of incomparable light, Buddha of light that is Lord of blazing light, Buddha of the light of purity, Buddha of the light of joy, Buddha of the light of wisdom, Buddha of uninterrupted light, Buddha of inconceivable light, Buddha of inexpressible light, and Buddha of light surpassing the sun and the moon. Well, needless to say, we don't have time to go into all 12. (laughs) And so today, I'd like to kind of go over a few of them. But the main point that I would like for you to take away from my message today is that these 12 lights are not merely descriptive epithets of the Buddha. Many of the lights have a role or a function. Just as regular light. I'm able to see my script here because of this light here on the podium. Likewise, when we step outside, because of the sunlight, in a grave, our eyes are able to see everything around us. So, too, the Buddha's light enables us to see, to realize, and has a function or functions. One explanation concerning Amida Buddha's light goes like this and says that basically, there is essence and function. Infinite light, boundless light, are the essence of Amida Buddha. Amida Buddha's light is infinite and boundless in time and space. Reflecting the Buddha's great compassion and wisdom, the Buddha doesn't want to leave anyone or anything out. And that's why the Buddha's life has to be immeasurable because it has to span the past, present, and future. The Buddha's light has to be boundless, because there can't be a place where it does not reach or shine. This is the essence of Amida Buddha, that this great wisdom and compassion seeks again, one and all, no one being uh, accepted. The last light, the light surpassing the sun and moon, is said to be superlative. The nine lights in between, though, have a function. Concerning this, it says that there are two kinds of function. One is general, and the other eight are very specific in nature, in that the other eight lights have specific roles or functions. Again, we don't have time to go into explaining all of the lights, so I'll only touch upon three today, namely, the Buddha's light of purity, the Buddha's light of joy, and the Buddha's light of wisdom. According to what Shinran Shonin wrote in a text, "The virtue of the name of Amida Tathagata, the Buddha's light of purity, addresses my greed; the Buddha's light of joy addresses my anger, and the Buddha's light of wisdom addresses my ignorance." It explained that Bodhisattva Dhammakara had no greed, no anger, no ignorance. And thus, when Dhammakara became Amida Buddha, he became a Buddha with these lights of purity, joy, and wisdom. In contrast to these specific functions, the Buddha's light as unhindered light, which is represented in this scroll that you see here, has the general function of bringing us to enlightenment. That the Buddha's light, unhindered light, is unobstructed by the blind passions and negative karma of sentient beings like myself. Shinran Shonin uh, had an exceptional need, like for this function or aspect of Amida Buddha, and many, many times referred to Amida Buddha as the Buddha of unhindered light filling the ten quarters and often wrote this ten-character name of Amida Buddha Jin Jippo Mugeko Nyorai in Japanese The scroll you see before you was written by myself before I left Japan I decided to trace the ten-character name of Amida Buddha as unhindered light as it was very dear to Shinran Shoni And I copied sort of what he did. He made scrolls such as these with the name of the Buddha, Namo Amida Butsu, and other names of the Buddha. And he wrote phrases from passages from the sutras and from the great masters on the top and on the bottom of the scrolls. Well, copying Shinran Shonin, I made a little adaptation. And instead, what I did, well, for one, it's in English. <laughs> uh, but uh, secondly, what I did was, I retained the passages from the sutras on top, but on the bottom now, I quoted Shinran Shoni, with some quotes that, you know, at that time, I, you know, touched me very deeply. But I made this scroll again, uh, before I came back to Hawaii from Japan. And uh, with the intent of coming back to Hawaii, and being able to do what I'm sharing today and I had the help, I must say, of many, many people. The people who, the store, uh, the business that helped me make this grow, they didn't charge me for it except for the materials. They even lent me the pigments to, to, you know, to color in the lotus and so forth. Then later, many of my friends got together and we had like a a dedication ceremony uh, at the International Center. Please don't tell them that. Uh, but, because uh, I didn't get their permission. But we got together and uh, we had uh, you know, a dedication ceremony. But anyway, getting back to our topic Amida Buddha's lights. In talking about the Buddha's light, the larger Sutra says sentient beings who encounter this light have the three defilements swept away and they become soft and gentle in body and mind. They will dance with joy and the good mind arises in them. When those suffering the pain and travel in the three evil courses see this light, they all find respite and are freed of afflictions. After their lives have ended, they will all gain emancipation or enlightenment. Sure, there is no doubt that I am a spiritually foolish being, a bumbu, and negative thoughts and impulses arise to my very last day breath. But the Buddha's light of purity, joy, and wisdom constantly illumine me and encourages some positive thoughts and actions. Concerning the Buddha's light of wisdom, it shares that it brings sentient beings to awaken the mind aspiring to learn wisdom and attain supreme enlightenment. It brings them to realize the mind by which one entrusts oneself to the Nembutsu or Namu Amidabutsu. To entrust oneself to the Nembutsu is to already have become a person who realizes wisdom and will attain Buddhahood. Know that this is to become free of ignorance. The 2019 theme and slogan for us is Embrace Change, Transformation, Walk in Peace. It speaks of this kind of change that takes place in our life when we realize shinjin, or the awakened mind of true and trusting, and encounter Amida Buddha's light. The final and ultimate transformation occurs with our birth in the pure land of enlightenment, at the end of our finite life, when all negatives are completely transformed and cease to exist. Just as we hear many times, when the waters of various rivers, regardless of their nature, when they enter the ocean, all become seawater. But even before that ultimate transformation, that is, here in this life while greed, anger, and ignorance still plague me, I believe we are prompted to some positive thoughts and action. But this is not due to my good, but the workings of the Buddha, more specifically the working of these lights. Thus, the late Reverend Zuikeng Inagaki was able to say, if you have fully received the Tathagata's compassion, you will naturally become kind to other people. The secret to success in life is kindness. Further, I be, would like to share that based on the workings of Amida Buddha's light, as I quoted from the larger Sutra, it says, The good mind arises, and in grateful response to Amida's unconditional compassion, which embraces, there is a wish endeavor to live a life in accordance with the Dharma, or a life, simply put, which will bring a smile to the Buddha. Hence, Mervyn Munetto, Dexter, and myself uh, were able to propose that, you know, when we look at our golden chain of love, that out of gratitude arise, you know, not from my Bombu mind, but from the workings of the Buddha's light, you know we try to follow the golden chain of love again, in grateful response. The late Reverend Jitsuen Kakehashi, a revered Jodo Shinshu scholar-priest, in his book Hearing the Buddha's Call says, and shares with us that we receive a new life from the Tathagata as a member of the truly settled. He says, the turning of heart means forsaking the human-centered way of thinking and placing the teaching of the Tathagata at the center of our thought. Being saved means that with the Dharma-centered values, a new view of life is established within ourselves. Grounded on a sense of gratitude and shame, persons of Nembutsu begin to live a new life, refraining from committing selfish deeds and trying to respond to the Tathagata's great compassion. Shinran Shonin points out that there must be necessarily a difference in the condition of a person's mind before he heard the teachings of the primal vow and after he became a nenbutsu practicer, guided by the primal vow, and that there must certainly be a difference in behavior before and after the person be, became a nenbutsu practicer. Slowly but steadily, we come to reflect on our self-centered thoughts reject our blind passions, and make efforts to see things and live our our lives in a way that can be approved by the Thadapha. Some food for thought. To conclude, as I deeply reflect, due to my self-centered tendencies, it's not an easy task. By no means simple and easy. But simultaneously, we are continually being nurtured and encouraged by Amida Buddha, to live harmoniously with mutual respect and kindness for one another. In 2019, illuminated by the light of Buddha's wisdom and compassion, may the many virtues that we always speak of in our Buddhism, humility, self-reflection, mutual respect, nonviolence, equality, and harmony, including joy and wisdom, arise so that there is a contribution being made toward a more peaceful and harmonious world. May we all be guided and inspired by all-inclusive wisdom and all-embracing compassion. Thank you, and today I'd like to, from my heart, wish everyone a happy and good, and, then, and uh, let us all feel great gratitude to Shinman Shoning for sharing with us this great wisdom and compassion. Thank you and Namo Amidabutsu.